Hello, and welcome to the Jill Cruz podcast. This is Jill Cruz. Today, I want to talk to you about something that's been very interesting that has come up in conversation with some clients. And that is that we are surrounded by a culture that undermines our success. Everywhere you go, there is food. Every event, there's almost no such thing as a zero calorie event, right? There's so much food everywhere at all the events. When you're driving down the road, you see signs. When you go into the supermarket, there's all kinds of stuff coming at you, of course, on TV and social media. We are inundated with opportunities and temptations to make poor decisions. And so that makes it very difficult for us to be successful. Not only are we inundated with tons of bad food choices and and easy, convenient, inexpensive food choices, we also are inundated with negativity, right? The whole thing about how as women, we have to look a certain way. And when again, when we go out there into the world, we see uh, in the media images of what the perfect woman is supposed to look like, right? She's got to be very thin and tiny and tiny, tiny, tiny little waist and skinny, but she's got to have big hips and a big butt and big boobs. Yeah. So there are women who are naturally born like that, and that's wonderful. And there are lots of women who are naturally not born like that, and that's wonderful too. (laughs) But the images that we are given in the world is that if we don't look that way, then we are not enough, that we are not good enough. And then we end up learning throughout our early years into our teen and 20s that we should, that our um, value in society is based on how we look. And so if we don't look that way, then we are less than. And so we internalize this message. And we, you could be the most body positive person in the world, but you are still, we are subject to what I was talking about with my client, a tsunami, right? That that's the big, huge wave, a tsunami of negativity. And that's negativity around our body image, negativity around food, temptation. And even if we want to be healthy and we start talking about it, sometimes our friends don't like that. So there's a lot of stuff that's coming at us and it's very overwhelming and it doesn't feel solvable, right? Like, how are we going to solve this problem? Are we, are a bunch of us just going to go live on a, um, an island somewhere and, and like catch fish in the ocean? Oh, that might be fun. <laughs> but I don't think that's happening anytime soon for me. So how do I as an individual cope with this overwhelming tsunami of negativity that I'm not going to get rid of? And that's the reality that I think it's really important for us to acknowledge, to acknowledge that it's there. And it feels like a lot. It feels overwhelming. And and so here we are trying to be healthy, trying to eat well, trying to lose weight. And all this stuff is coming at us. So I think another step is not only to acknowledge and be aware that that's happening and that we are all subject to that, but also to acknowledge that it's kind of inevitable, right? So it's inevitably coming at us. And maybe we also could take that step to say, you know what? We know this is going to come at us. We know there are going to be events. We know we're going to get criticism from people around us. So let's acknowledge that. And I don't want to say embrace it, but 
to understand that that is what we are dealing with. And, and one of the things that I think is really important is, you know, what is your mindset? What is my mindset around this inevitable chaos and negativity that's coming at me? And, and one thing I'd like to propose is that we start to not see ourselves as victims. So it's very easy to fall into that kind of persona or that ego of like, oh, well, I'm, you know, it's just too hard. There are too many events. It's too stressful. There's too much coming at me. So now I'm going to be a victim and I'm not going to be able to make change. It's not my fault that all these things are happening. They're coming at me. I mean, how can I do this? Right. So it is kind of like a victim mentality. And we all have it at, at times in our lives. So uh, I'm not saying that you try to never be the victim, but I want you to be aware, are you kind of taking on that persona of feeling like a victim? You don't have to do that. You can step off of that, what Gay and Katie Hendricks call the drama triangle, which is a victim, hero, villain. So these are all different types of personas that we kind of come in and assume to move through life and they, and they serve us well most of the time. But if you're stuck, if you're stuck on that drama triangle, if you're stuck in that idea of, oh, I'm the victim, I can't do this, there's too much chaos, there's too much negativity, then you don't make progress. So kind of being aware of not only the tsunami of negativity, but also being aware of your reaction to it. Are you acknowledging the inevitability of this chaos and this negativity? Are you then being aware of how you interact with that? And are you ready to commit to step off of that triangle and, and step away from that chaos and kind of almost be like a third-party observer of it and say, yeah, wow, that's happening. But I don't have to be a victim of that chaos and that negativity. I, I can choose to do something different. And that commitment is so important because once you commit, then you can take action. And you can also recommit, right? Because some days the strategies that you develop for yourself are fantastic and you have a lot of energy to be resilient and you feel strong and yeah, I got this. And other days you feel like, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling resilient today. I don't want to be resilient. I don't care. And to recognize that that is also an, an inevitable part of the process is that some days are going to be better than others. And some days you're going to sit in that drama triangle and you're going to feel like a victim, or maybe you'll feel like a villain and you'll blame other people. And that's okay too. That's all part of the process. So that awareness it's almost like you take, like I said, you take a step back and you observe yourself and you observe your reactions. And then you also give yourself the grace that you would give someone else. If your best friend was saying to you, oh gosh, you know, most of the time I'm, I'm doing pretty well, but today I'm just, I'm struggling and I'm not feeling strong and I'm going to eat, I'm going to drink three glasses of wine, even though I know I don't want to do that. It's not good for me. What would you say to your friend? Hey, girl, I got you. You know, like, you just take care of yourself. It's okay. You know, you're going to pull through. It's okay to not be perfect. Like, all those things that you would say to your friend, say it to yourself. Hey, it's okay that I'm not perfect. It's okay that some days I'm stronger than others. It's okay that this tsunami is coming at me. And can I also be, some days I don't want to 
accept the inevitability of it. Some days I want to fight hard against it. It's all good. It's all part of the process. But the process doesn't move forward. You don't make forward progress in your life if you don't commit to changing things. And you don't make forward progress if you don't give yourself that grace to make mistakes and not have it figured out and have those bad days and have those good days, right? To celebrate those good days as well. That is so important. The awareness, the acceptance of the inevitability and the grace of giving to yourself like you would give to a child or you would give to a loved one hey, it's okay. It's okay that I don't got this. It's okay that I, that was great grammar there. (laughs) It's okay that I am not feeling resilient today. It's okay. And once you do that, you give yourself that grace and that space to kind of expand and feel free. And usually what happens is when you, when you stop fighting against it, like this, I have to be perfect idea, and you allow yourself to not be perfect, it gives you that freedom and that expansiveness. And it also creates much more of an inspired perspective instead of being motivated by external forces like, hey, you know, you're, you don't look good the way you are. Your body is wrong. And, you know, shaming yourself or feeling the shame from other people or feeling the blame from other people or the judgment when you can experience that and move through it and say, hey, this is also just part of the process. Like, it's okay that I feel that. It's magical. It's magical. And, and that, that a lot of that stuff, that self-judgment and that self-sabotage and the shame, it can melt away once you, you embrace it almost, right? You, and there's a wonderful strategy you can do. It's called Make It Bigger. Again, I learned this from the Hendricks Institute. Uh, I'm a certified big leap coach in in their in their their methodology, and one of the things they say is make it bigger. So if you are feeling pissed off about the world and overwhelmed by all this negativity, or you are feeling like I don't got this, right? I'm not feeling strong today. Make that feeling bigger. Lean into that feeling and and, and scream and yell about it. Get angry. Pound your fists on a pillow. Be angry, make that feeling bigger. And what happens is when you make it bigger, you learn so much more because what we're taught to do is to minimize those negative feelings, minimize resistance. When we feel weak, we're going to minimize that and we're just going to check out, right? And go sit on the couch and watch TV and eat some brownies. By minimizing it, we're avoiding it and we're actually fueling it, I believe, but if you can actually sit with that negative feeling, that overwhelm or that disappointment or that shame and sit with it and, and, and actually make it a little bit bigger, lean into it. Like, yeah, I'm feeling shame right now. Yeah. Ugh, yuck. It doesn't feel good. Ugh, shame. I'm feeling shame. And, and make it bigger. What happens is you, it reduces its power and you start to understand yourself better. Oh, that's when ideas come to your head and you think, oh, wow. This is, this is coming up for me right now when I'm making it bigger. Like I'm feeling shame because maybe something will pop into your head that happened to you 50 years ago or 10 years ago or five days ago. When you expand and you allow that expansiveness, that's when the creative thoughts start flowing and that's when you can start to make progress. So all of this is really important 
the letting go and the allowing of the imperfection is so crucial for your moving forward and, and improving your life. And that's ultimately what we want, right? Is to improve our lives. So, okay. That was a lot. And I loved just letting all of that out. And I hope that you receive it and, and it's helpful to you. I will invite you to our love challenge, which is starting on December 12th. And you know, you can come in a day later, whatever, that's fine too. But we, I invite you to, to come in because we're playing with a lot of these concepts and it's a pretty easy, simple challenge that you will enjoy. And you'll, and you'll actually get to practice a lot of the concepts that I talked about today. So please join us in the love challenge. The uh, link will be in the show notes.